Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. This is BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM from BetQL. Welcome back. BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM, PJ Glasser, and Kate Constable here with you. We got Purdue and Rutgers tipping off in about 40 minutes to start. Just a fantastic day in college basketball. Lightning bets will be next segment. Kate and I will have some college basketball picks for you. I can promise you that. And then Jake will give you some baseball picks as well. We're going to talk to Jake in just a few moments here as he breaks down some MLB future plays that he's likes, as well as what's going on in the World Baseball Classic. But Kate, I'll start with you. You're obviously in Chicago. You know the White Sox had a really disappointing year last season. They're 30-1 to right now to win the World Series. They're 14-1 to to win the American League. Do you think the White Sox can have a bounce back year? Do you think they can win the AL Central? Can they be competitive in the American League? Or do you think this is another year to fade the Sox? I think this has to be another year to fade the Sox. I hate to say it, but I mean, expectations were so high last year. And half of the roster was hurt all season. So who's to say that's not going to be a similar story again? Uh, The Sox weren't a very power hitting team didn't hit a whole lot of home runs i'm not sure they've really upped their their batting roster to where that's going to change i think their pitching staff maybe got a little bit better with some of the additions but overall i'm just not super high on what i'm seeing from the Sox this season and that they're really going to um i don't know have a chance to win the division especially because jerry reinsdorf doesn't pay anyone like how are you supposed to compete with the Yankees when the the highest paid contract he's ever given out is like 75 mil versus 300 and some to Aaron judge? Like we just don't have the players to compete that way. And until he decides to change and and pay more players, I I just don't see that changing. Yeah. And the Jose Abreu loss too to that middle of the order is going to be, that's really big. I mean, he was, when the, when the White Sox had all these great prospects that they were getting ready to call up and they were going through those down years, Abreu was really their one constant. And now they get rid of him. 
He's off to be with the Astros. So that's a really tough loss. Jake, what are your thoughts on the White Sox this season and the AL Central? Guardians won it last year. They're favored to win it again this year. You think it's the Guardians division to lose, or, or you like the White Sox or maybe even the Twins? Yeah, I mean, if you're convincing yourself that the White Sox are in for some kind of bounce-back season with a new manager, I have really, 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 really bad news for you, uh, and that's that's not going to happen. Uh, I know I heard Ryan uh, Horvat, that is, on uh, Ben MGM tonight, saying, like, the White Sox will probably disappoint me as usual. Yeah, they probably will. They let Jose Abreu walk out the door for no reason and then did nothing to replace him. They signed Elvis Andrews, who's a ghost of himself from 2011, to play second base. And yeah, he was fine next year, but do you really think he's going to do it again? They don't even know who's playing right field right now. It's just a whole big mess with that roster, and I have no idea what they're doing. Maybe Pedro Griffel knows what he's doing and he can push the right buttons and make them over, help them overachieve, but when you look at this Guardians roster, what when you look at the Guardians says, oh yeah, that's a team that you can catch. Shane Bieber at the top of that rotation. Tristan McKenzie is also awesome. Kyle Quantrill is really great. That bullpen is fantastic. They have two of the top relievers in baseball, Emilio Clase and James Karinchak. They added Josh Bell for the middle of that lineup to go with Jose Ramirez. And they added a couple of other ancillary pieces. Andres Jimenez was one of the breakout stars of last year in the middle uh, infield last year. They're going to be a really good team still. The White Sox, they'll probably finish third because I think the Twins have enough star power between Correa and Buxton and the top of their rotation to keep them afloat. But if the White Sox are under 500, is anyone really going to be surprised? I'm not. Jake, with Jose Abreu, the Sox letting him walk, the Astros picked him up immediately. Like the Team World Series, one of the best teams in baseball, all of a sudden snatches up a player that the Sox just said, eh, you're too old, we don't want you, we're going to just let you walk. Is that just kind of telling to where the management is at for the White Sox, that a team who seems to have their stuff together grabs a player that we just threw out? Yeah, I mean, the Astros definitely, I, I don't know if they're as smart as they used to be. They let their GM walk after winning a World Series, and they said, all right, James, click, get out of here. We don't want to see you. And then the owner, James Crane, was making all the decisions, which was really weird, but I mean, yeah, the Astros are still a really well-run organization. They snatched him up immediately, like you said. I don't know if giving Jose Abreu three years was the smartest thing in the world, but they did, and they said, all right, let's rock. If we get a championship this year or next, who cares what that third year looks like? And that's the way you have to operate in baseball and in all sports, really. Like, shouldn't it the goal be to win a championship this year or the next year in the immediate future? And the White Sox have never operated that way, and they're paying the price for it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 
Jake, and then we had the Carlos Rodon news yesterday, former White Sox, yep. uh, who was with the sure Giants did. last year. So he's going to start the year on the IL. Look, you know I've talked plenty of baseball with you. I- I'm not high on the Yankees this year, and this Rodon injury doesn't help. What are your thoughts on them, AL East, AL, big picture? Like, is this another year to just fade the Yankees? Yeah, I mean, PJ, me and you talked about a couple weeks ago. Like, I, that Orioles big number to win the division, it got even longer. It's 25 to 1 now. It was 20 to 1 at the time. I don't understand it. The Red Sox are, are going to have three guys in their rotation on the IL to start the year. And yeah, Chris Sale looks good, but James Paxton already hurt. Shocking. Corey Kluber is probably going to start opening day for the Red Sox right now if they keep the current slate like of spring training schedule. That's insane. That's crazy. Like, I, and then we pivot to the Yankees. I know I went on a Red Sox path there for a second, but the Yankees, I've been saying it all winter. Like, the Yankees, this has never been a more prime spot to fade the Yankees. Do you really think you're getting 62 home runs out of Aaron Judge again? Does anyone really think that he's going to re-break the record? Really? When he's 31 years old and last year was the first year he ever stayed healthy? Same thing with Rodon. Last year was the first year he made 30-plus starts in his career. He's been in the league for 10 years. It's been a long time. It was only the second time he's made at least 25 starts in his career. And he was near the top of the Cy Young odds boards. Obviously, those are going to get ripped down and guess who's going to come plummeting down? Everyone on the Rays, Alec Manoa, you know, uh, Kevin Gosman. These guys are all going to come down as well. Jim Rodriguez was on the show all this week and he was saying he's a you know big Blue Jays uh, supporter. And I completely agree with that. This is definitely the Blue Jays opportunity to run away with this division and just not look back. Vladdy Guerrero is dealing with a knee thing. He had to uh, dip out of the World Baseball Classic, but that was more precautionary than everything. He still has three weeks to get that knee right and be okay. But elsewhere, this Blue Jays team is awesome just across the board. But back to what me and you talked about a couple a month or so ago, PJ. The Orioles are going to be the dark horse here. Like, does any? Yeah. I firmly believe that the Orioles are on the same exact level as the Rays. Are the Rays a little more consistent? Yeah. Do the Rays have a higher floor? For sure. But the Orioles, by and large, have a much higher ceiling than the Rays. That that I think rivals the Blue Jays at least. The Blue Jays have a ceiling to win the World Series. Obviously, I think the Orioles' ceiling isn't quite there yet, but it's damn close. Like, they have Grayson Rodriguez, John Means, and D.L. Hall that are eventually all going to be injected in this rotation at some point that they already added Cole Irvin and Kyle Gibson to, who are two pitchers that I think are really going to play well in that park, a park that played really well to unders last year. If anybody remembers, they pushed that wall back 30 feet, and then it was under, 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 under in that park. Not to mention the lineup is pretty good, too. You know, Adley Rutschman, who I love, Joe Giglio's texting me every day that we might have to bet Adley Rutschman MVP, and I kind of agree with him. That might be a thing that happens. Yeah, and, and now... You know, you add Gunnar Henderson, who's the favorite for AL Rookie of the Year as well. On top of, you know, Santander, who's been a very good power hitter for most of his career. Ryan Mountcastle has been a net positive. That was most of the reason that they traded Trey Mancini last year, because Mountcastle and Santander were there to take up the mantle. And I think the Orioles, this is now narrative and speculation and everything. The Orioles are in a perfect spot also to trade for Brian Reynolds, who wants out of Pittsburgh, too. Like, does anyone really, like, the Orioles could use a center fielder to go with Cedric Mullins, too. That'd be an elite defensive outfield, and Brian Reynolds is one of the best hitters in baseball. I'm going to say it again. Orioles 25 to 1 is mispriced for the division. Not saying it's going to win. Not saying, yeah, you can do it now and then put it away and come back to in November and you have a winner. Not saying that. But I just think that they should be priced more like the Rays in this division because right now they're behind the Red Sox. And that's 
asinine. It's ridiculous. And I think the Yankees now are showing that they're fractured too. Uh, Severino is going to start the year on the I.L. Rodon might start the year on the I.L. too. Garrett Cole is the biggest Jekyll and Hyde pitcher we've ever seen, maybe ever. Yeah, he'll throw nine shutout innings with 15 Ks, but then he'll come back and go three innings and give up four home runs. Like, does that? And Garrett Cole's really good, but for a whole year, I really think that that's going to, and we've seen it over the last couple of years with Garrett Cole while he's been in the Yankee uniform. We've seen the ups and downs. We've seen that this team is very, you know, they're very vulnerable. They still don't know who's playing second base. They still are going to tread out Josh Donaldson at third base, which is insane because the guy can't hit a breaking ball anymore. And they have Aaron Hicks in left field who can't play defense because his legs are shot because he's about 60. Like, it's just the Yankees are super vulnerable. I think it's the Blue Jays, obviously, but if you want to take a little frisky shot, I think the Orioles are alive for that division. We love a good uh, frisky Friday, Jake. Yep. You're not the first person that I've heard talk about the Orioles. Like in conversations I've had recently, everyone's very high on the Orioles. So why aren't the books high on that? Like why aren't they adjusting or, or why did they still think that the Orioles um, are priced fairly within their markets? Well, it's because the Orioles had a, a big luck factor last year. Uh, they went on a 14-game winning streak. They're not going to do that again, obviously. It'd be really hard to repeat. They did that in the middle of the year, and that kind of you know jump-started them into a really good second half, and then they were in that playoff contention uh, to end the year. They just missed out on the wild card. But there was a big luck factor in that, but I think a lot of books don't look at... Because part of why I'm high on the Orioles is that I think they added the right guys, like Kyle Gibson and Cole Irvin. You look at those guys specifically, those were the two big additions for the Orioles rotation. But a lot of people look at those, oh, who are those guys? Never heard of them. Oh, you look up their stats. They're very middle of the road, not inspiring stats. I look at guys like that, and I look at the metrics and the ground ball rate and the hard hit rate and say, those metrics really play to the park that the Orioles play in. The Orioles push back their walls. They don't give up a lot of homers in that park anymore. It's a unders park. It plays well. And the Orioles have a good defense. They have one of the best defensive shortstops in Jorge Mateo, who might not even start, but we'll see. They'll deploy him maybe even late game. Cedric Mullins is an elite defensive center fielder. Adley Rutschman is an elite catcher as well. And I think they have the right coaches there as well. So it's, it's a lot of projection, Kate, and it's a lot of being like, okay, I think this could happen. It's nothing substantial. The Orioles have been one of the worst teams in baseball for the last seven, eight years. And, you know, rightly so they were in the middle of a teardown. They were going through a full rebuild Astros, 2008 style, but it's a lot of looking ahead, a lot of projecting ahead. And also, for me, it's like saying that the Red Sox, I think, are terrible. And I think the Yankees are going to fall down to earth a little bit because I think they're vulnerable. So it's a couple different things. If you're going off past precedent, then yeah, the Orioles are priced correctly. I think it's just a spot for them to jump up and kind of break the mold there. Jake, we also got the World Baseball Classic going on. We got It's really a three-team race, according to the odds makers. Dominican Republic, USA, Japan. Is the winner going to come from one of those three teams, or do you think there's value in taking a Venezuela, Puerto Rico, Mexico, somebody like that? Yeah, I mean, I, I talked about this a little bit yesterday with Aaron and J-Rod. Like, those top three teams, USA, Dominican Republic, and Japan, it's those three at the top and then a huge gap between you know Mexico, Venezuela, Puerto Rico, and I would even put Italy in that second tier now because they're playing pretty well. But it's a huge gap. I'd be shocked if one of the top three don't win it. Japan looks great. Their last two games, they look awesome. And Roki Sasaki hasn't even pitched yet. The 23-year-old phenom who has been just lighting up the Japanese league for the last couple of years. 
They have Hotani, they have you Darvish, they have Sasaki, they have guys who have all played in the majors or are going to play in the majors. Uh, uh, Masaka, who's going to play for the Red Sox and be their opening day left fielder. He came over. He's going to be a rookie this year as well. Uh, Team Japan just has it all working for them. I, I think they would be like my underdog play, but I'm holding USA ticket. I think that team is really, really good. There's a team like Mexico that's young that could surprise and kind of jump up here and be like, hey, we're they have a lot of young talent. I mean, Julio Rios is on that team and a couple other younger, uh, you know, Obviously, Mexican players who are in the league or coming up in the league and highly regarded, but I would be really, really surprised if it's not the DR or Team USA. Jake, I was up um, a little early today getting some work done before the show, and uh, there were some games going on, but that's like 5.30. Are you up every morning knowing the uh, baseball fanatic that you are watching these games in real time? (laughs) um no i haven't i was i was tempted to turn on the japan and korea game this morning but kate as you'll know being in chicago big weekend coming up with saint patrick's day in chicago so i was like you know what gotta charge the batteries for this weekend for tomorrow (laughs) not gonna get up for japan and korea just in the pool round yet if it was like a semi-final round i probably would have done it but just for the pool and group play uh, i stayed away but no maybe maybe this weekend on a late night i'll I'll catch one of the late games but i have not been getting up at 4 a.m for these early games yet priorities i love it good stuff there (laughs) jake we're doing lightning bets next segment can you give the tease to a people we got college baseball bets i assume Oh, yeah, we got a big college baseball slate. The Friday slate's always good. And then I, I think we'll have a World Baseball Classic, uh, a, a thought, too, as well, for the weekend. Nice. Love that. All right, good. Kate and I got you covered in college hoops. Jake will get you on the diamond with some college baseball and World Baseball Classic. Wrapping up the show next here with Lightning Bets on BetQL Daily, PJ Glasser and Kate Constable. We will be right back after this. <laughs> 